You're listening to RNIB Connect Radio. It's time for some bizarre news now with blind journalist Paul Bryce, who joins me from somewhere in the world with stories that he's purloined from all around the world. Am I right? You are, but I can't tell you where I am. No, you can't. Most people know where I am anyway. No, so. but you can't. No, I'm oh, not no, no, that's no. a top secret. Top secret. Undercover. Yes. Undercover, that's why it's a little bit muffled. Under the table. <laughs> yeah, that's well, what it is. Well, that's another story, Mr. Bryce. <laughs> yes, indeed. Pump indeed. quizzes. It's a bit early for that. <laughs> it is. Right, where, where are we off to today? Well, you say it every week and we're going all around the world. This week we really are. And this week we start in Germany. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about your favourite football. Right. Yeah, you like football. I'm quite an expert. Yeah, on football, of course. You're getting there. And um, this is quite a good one. This is um, rival football fans. Um, It gets a bit naughty. And it's all about the town of Darmstadt, which is um, in the the Ruhr-Hessen area Ah. of Germany. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, their team has done quite well this year. And the, the motorways, like their version of the Highways Agency, have got a new bridge. So they asked people what color they'd like the bridge painted. And um, uh, Darmstadt. Ah, yes. I don't know where this is going. Yeah, Darmstadt play in blue. Their local rivals, Eintracht Frankfurt, play in red. So some naughty people decided let's let's all vote red, and and basically get them to paint it red. So they're going to paint the bridge in rival colours. Oh my! Uh, they're going to paint it red, which is... Has that gone down well? Uh, it's gone down rather badly. Even the, the mayor of Darmstadt has written to the regional transport minister and said, how dare you, this is an outrage. And I do believe that the last game between the two sides was marred by crowd trouble and things happened that shouldn't. And so it's really quite a sinister story once you get into it. But, yeah, uh, it, it does and it spoils. It, it's sad sometimes It just because of that. If, if you're actually not schooled in the way of kind of rivalry and things like that, you could quite innocently kick off an, uh, an incident with ha- having the wrong colour in, in, in certain places, wearing the wrong things. And uh, it's, uh, it's quite interesting that. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And... Um, it's not it, like you say. If you're not well schooled in it, it mm. can lead you to all sorts of trouble. Uh, that's why I always wear grey. <laughs> it's better than black, I suppose. Well, yeah. I mean, that was just a bit too stylish. <laughs> yes. So um, are they surely they're not going to. I mean, it sounds like it's deliberately been done to provoke. A yes. Bit of it. Yeah. Yes, it, it has, and um, you know, there's, there's no sign of them letting up. In you know, this was an honest vote, they say, because it was done as an online poll. So. Well, the, hey, let, yeah. let's talk about honest voting. Um, we'll keep it out of the political arena. And what about Boaty McBoatface, the boat? Who, how many people vote, voted for that and, and, and it's not even been called that? Extraordinary name. Why on earth? Fantastic you, name. Uh, not f- Have might, you seen the boat? No, I haven't. Well, you remember Thomas the Tank Engine? Yeah. Well, this is a boat. Right, okay. Anyway. Shall we? Yes. Good. And, and we'll go to Uzbekistan. Uh, I recognise that from Eurovision Song Contest, do I? No, I don't. No, I don't think no, they've ever Azerbaijan. I do beg your pardon. It's around that way. I probably just offended a lot of people. <laughs> I'll leave that one in your hands. Um, and uh, school teachers in a certain town um, just outside the capital have been paid in a rather novel way. Mm-hmm. Chickens. What, paid in actual chickens? They're actually going to be paid <laughs> in chickens. Live chickens? Live chickens. Wow. Uh, live chicks, and um, mm. it hasn't gone down very well. 
No, you uh, you can't really barter if you've all got the same thing. Well, I suppose not, but um, the banks have no money, hence the reason they're getting paid in goods. And, and last... Plus, you can't get chickens out of a cash machine, can well, you? <laughs> that'll be the next one. Well, apparently last year they were paid in potatoes. <laughs> so they're building up a whole meal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now, the, the problem you've got, you've got two problems here. One is chicken is their staple diet. So you have chicken soup for breakfast, you have fried chicken for lunch, you have chicken for dinner. And they're being paid at a value which is twice what they'd buy in a market. Sorry, what does that mean? Well, it basically means that they they are being made worth more... Than they actually are. Than they actually are. All right, so we're saying, right, well, you, we owe you um, a £40.50 and we're going to give you two chickens, whereas... You could possibly get those two chickens for twenty pounds. Yes, I see. Yes, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it's it hasn't gone down well. How um, can you pay somebody in just chickens or potatoes? You don't think you would just say, "Do you know what? I'm not going to be a teacher." <laughs> yes. What's the prospects? Well, yeah. you could you could make chips. Yeah, but that, <laughs> but it's the same apparently in any job that isn't the cash around. So yeah. they're getting paid in whatever they can be paid in. So, I don't know, it seems it's a very odd one, really. It is an odd one, but again, yeah, I suppose, I mean, is it, is it a culture where they, they barter a bit more about for things, And but then if everybody's got the same chicken, you can't, you know, you can't really swap that. That's in, that's... It, it is, mm. it is, and, you know, it makes us, I suppose, it makes you think about money and what we place a value on money. Yeah. And uh, I hate money, money is just a... a a cause for stress and angst and power, isn't it, as well? Well, yes, and funnily enough, in Switzerland, um, there's a town in Switzerland which is in sort of their version of Silicon Valley, so instead of technology, it's finance. Silicon Valley? <laughs> That's not right, is it? Not really, it sounded more Welsh than anything yeah, else. Yeah, do apologise. Anyway, anyway uh, there's this particular town called Zug, um, and they have decided to accept Bitcoin as <gasps> payment. No, I, I, oh, I, I ooh, tell us a bit about that. <laughs> well, I don't know a huge amount myself, well, but that's it's, it's surprising. A, <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right, though. Um, it's all <laughs> it's an alternate, alternate currency, isn't it, to yes, bypass no. the banking system? Yes, yes, but unfortunately, the, the, there's not a lot of securities on it, isn't it? So no, you have to hand over real money, yes, and then get credits, yes, in Bitcoin. Yes, and I think the value, they've actually placed a value on this. They will only accept up to 200 Swiss francs worth of Bitcoin in one payment. Right. So it's quite limited. Yeah, it is quite limited. Yeah, I mean, the things about it, you think, well, that sounds like quite a, quite a good idea, but you tend to think all of a sudden somebody's just going to jump in a space rocket and fly off with all the money they've made. <laughs> Catch me. <laughs> and I mean, there has been a couple of scandals in the last year, re- you know, revolving around certain things to do with Bitcoins. So I, I, I wouldn't recommend it No, as an investment no, and, expert. And, and it hasn't been all that popular. Um, like anything, it, it's, it's you know, the mayor of the town has said, oh, it's okay, it's fine, we have no issue with it. But mm. there are people who have reservations. Yeah, we have no issue with it, but don't try and pay us too much on it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I yeah. thought. I thought that. It's an interesting one. I, you know, just because I I wouldn't recommend it doesn't mean that it's not a good thing. But uh, I, I'd be really weary about that. I have yeah. to say. No, I'd I'd agree with you. I've only got bits of coins in my pocket. <laughs> uh, you're looking to have coins in your pocket, let alone bits. Yes, they're not mine though. <laughs> Who's are they? I can't tell you that. Uh... If you'd like to know whose coins are in my pocket, do get in touch. <laughs> but after the show. <laughs> yeah. Well, go on, do you, bit. 
Oh, I will. Um, now, I'm just hesitating. I thought we finished. No, we haven't. You may have got another one. Yeah. I was enjoying that so much. Yeah, I have one more story for you. All oh, right. No, now it's making me itch, mm. um, so just bear with me. You get that quite a lot. I do, but this is talking about mosquitoes. Oh, they've been in the headlines quite a, a lot. Naughty, really. Mm, mm, mm. But um, an Italian gentleman mm-hmm. has he's developed an app which is sort of like a crowdsourcing thing. It alerts people as to mosquito hotspots uh-huh. um, so they can know where they are to avoid them. And how, how do you judge what's a mosquito hotspot? Because um, lots of people, it, it comes up on this app where they, where they are. Yeah, but I mean, has is it, is it, is it actually been used? Yes, apparently it's quite effective. Right, so like for instance, let's say for instance, for argument's sake, we went to Brazil and... I think it's only been used in Italy so far, so... Um, and that was the whole point of it, because when the... I did hear you say that, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. it was in Italy. Okay, let's say for argument's sake, then, we went to Milan. And what happened, we're walking down the street, and we find, all of a sudden, oh, there's a couple of mosquitoes. Oh, you then say, oh, I've been bitten by a mosquito here. And so five people walking down the street get bitten. They all say that, so people go, that's a hotspot. Yeah, I, I get the point. Um, I don't know how it works. Because this is me and this is technology. This um, is true. This is why you have technology people come on your programs, not me. Yes, um, but, uh, you know, it's all part of research. Well, yes. That's a bad word. I didn't know what you were, that. <laughs> My word. No, How do you think rather I'd, make it up. Oh, goodness me. How do you think I got this far? <laughs> well, we'll see, because we'll probably hear it in the news soon. Absolutely. Well, it was done. The, the gentleman who invented it did so because he's, his, his wife is expecting. And, of course, what? it was the, uh, a child. All right. Um, and at the time, it was all done. He wanted to find the safest place possible because of the um, prospective Zika mm. or, um, out, outbreak, or whatever mm. you'd like to call it. Um, so he decided to develop this thing, and apparently it's going great guns. So if you want to look for that, then uh, just look for Mosquito Hotspot. <laughs> uh, yes, Z- Zanza, I think they're called. Zanza App. I think well, it's called. I would do your own research because uh, you know you might end up with a tractor, you know, being ordered, you know, if you if you follow Paul Bryce's advice. <laughs> yes, it's it's. Uh, I'd like to order that, please. Yeah, that's about uh, two million pounds. Yeah, yeah. Please pay me in Bitcoin. If if you know more about this story than Paul does, which frankly <laughs> is very possible, very possible. Do you get in touch? Absolutely. You can search for our contact details online. Um, RNIB Connect Radio. Search for that, and you'll find us there. I think you should have a word with yourself. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>